go. You did it. I did. I can't help it. I, you I, did I the soccer announcer voice. Or football announcer. I always just feel like Linda for some reason from, from Bob's. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. that's just because I always feel like Linda. I don't think that she would make that kind of shape for her O, though. That's true. I feel like, I guess more in her excitement and frivolity. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. But the accent, no. <laughs> and the, the fact that I have King Trash Mouth sitting next to me. <laughs> little King Trash Mouth. Little, little King Trash is that, Mouth. Is that your cat's name? <laughs> it might as well be, if we're being honest. Oh, now I want to get a cat and name it Little King Trash Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> we're not done. I mean, we're done talking about Bob's Burgers, right? I mean... It's, o it's over now. <laughs> it'll probably come up who knows it's summer it's summer it's... now somehow it is summer well technically by the calendar it's yeah. not summer for like another two weeks or something yeah but you know what we're just gonna say it's summer now it's summer <laughs> we're great yeah it's all, it's all good um it is hot once i wake up it, it is, is therefore summer the sun is up when <laughs> yes. i wake up so it's summer, summer. Um, <laughs> that's how you define it. So yes. summer on pop DNA is a little different, isn't it, Aaron? It is. We tend to shake things up and, and see where the chips fall and go into all sorts of different avenues and alleys. Um, yeah. Last yeah. year, we did our summer theater program. And the performances were outstanding. And I truly, sitting here right now, cannot believe that was a year ago. Oh my, it was. It was a year ago. That feels uh, like maybe, I don't know, a few months. I don't know. This whole year. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. This whole, I, I mean, I feel like the past two and a half years. Yeah. Have, have simultaneously been the shortest and the longest <laughs> period Absolutely. of my life. <laughs> I can agree with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you know, that's Rondo Collective societal trauma for the win. So <laughs> Rondo, what are what, yes. what what are we doing this summer? Um, well, we decided we're tired of America, so yes. we are going to watch some movies that were not made in America. I think that was truthfully the through line there. I think was, it really You know what? <laughs> I can't with America anymore. We're so, yes, we're so sick of this. Uh, yeah. Let's go and watch some films from across, mm -hmm. like, Across all, the pond. Across the the world. Across, across the world. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we have any British films on our list, do we? Oh, no, I, we don't. No. Yeah. I don't think they should count, honestly. Sure. You know, I was kind of... <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, that's fine. Um, so, yes. We are um, going... To, this week we are going to a whimsical fantasy <laughs> uh, version of Paris. Yeah, like it's definitely not 
at all no. uh, like the real Patty. No. Um, <laughs> but, it, and I say that as someone who has spent six hours in Paris. Thank you very much. So you're a right expert. <laughs> so I am yeah. an expert. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, it was, uh, I mean, I don't want to, you know, like, get ahead of myself here, but I feel like it's a very delightful movie. It is a delightful movie. For Broadway fans out there, it also had a musical version. I knew you were going to mention that. I knew. I I was like, oh, Aaron's going to talk about the musical. It flopped hardcore. <laughs> no one liked this. It starred Philippa Sue, who um, play who played as Amelie. Um, yeah, um, the titular Amelie as the titular Amelie from Hamilton fame, and mm-hmm. even she could not save this musical. Oh, I would kind of like it with her in the title and you know, role. I thought the songs were really pretty. I never got to see it, so I don't know. But I really liked the songs in it. But anyway, we're talking about Amelie. I don't think we've said that yet. Yeah. Amelie. Well, I mean, we've mentioned her name, I think. Oh, and, yeah. Like, whimsical Paris. <laughs> like... Read those context clues, my friends. <laughs> we're talking about Amelie, the 2001 French film starring Audrey Tattoo. And I think a fun distinction for this summer is that we're purposefully watching things we've never seen before, but have wanted to, which I think is a fun way to approach this. Um, Yeah, because I feel like there are a lot of like in international movies that have a lot of like popularity in the U.S., which Amelie definitely does. Um, So like we're going to try to like hit like those kind of popular movies but then I think for at least for my picks I tried to find things that aren't as well known in the U.S. so yeah we'll get some of those in there too absolutely but yes we're starting with a very popular international movie I think as is fitting for the first episode of our international film festival did we yeah. call it that I might have called yeah. it that on Instagram. No, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I yeah. think I just feel like it makes it like calling it a festival just makes you know just makes it more festive. Look, listen, we like a festival here at Pop DNA. If you're not here for I a want festival, to go to the festival. <laughs> we want to go to the festival. The festival. Yeah. Oh dear. Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. Amelie. Uh, so. Where to start with Amelie? Where to begin? <laughs> we just fall silent. <laughs> we um, just stop talking. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, how long have you been aware of Amelie, like of the existence of the movie? I remember seeing the poster. I think it came out in 2001. And I mm-hmm. remember seeing the poster as a kid and even being intrigued about it. Like, hmm. What is this movie poster about? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, um, I think I've always been a little bit intrigued by it. It makes sense that like my mom would have never rented it for me when I was that young because there's some adult it's rated content. R. Yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> some good old um, adult content. What about you? When did you first become aware of Amelie? So I, I think we like texted about this a little bit. Like, I, I was a bit of a Tumblr girl. And 
Uh huh. And uh, you know, it was very popular on Tumblr. Like, of course. Like you'd see like the little gifts and like little you know like screen grabs from it and stuff. And I was like, oh, what's this? This looks like a cute movie. Um, if there ever was a gifable movie, it's this one. There's it is. so many. It's yeah. very gifable. It's very gifable. <laughs> and I think I was kind of aware of it, like even before then, because um, like I watched. It was nominated for Oscars and stuff, wasn't it? Like it, it got I watched, a lot of noms, yeah. Yeah, like I've been a big fan of watching the Oscars, not so much in recent years, but like yeah, <laughs> in absolutely. even even when I was in like, you know, like later elementary, middle school, high school, I loved watching the Oscars. Yeah. Um, so like I was just kind of aware of like what films were, you know, were getting Oscar buzz like just kind of peripherally um, for a yeah. lot of my life, actually. Um, but I'll tell you a story about the one time I almost watched Amelie and didn't. <gasps> what happened? So, <laughs> so I was staying in Germany with my cousin. Cause my my cousins live in Germany, like they're German. Cool. Yeah. So I was staying with my cousin and. Um, we were going to have, like, a girls' movie night, and so we went to a grocery store, and we got, like, wine and Oreos, and... Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, we did. And there were, like, Oreos that I had never seen in the U.S., like, a flavor of Oreo that I'd never seen in the U.S., and I was like, oh, maybe this is, like, only in Europe or something. I don't know. It Ooh. felt very special. Um, what flavor were they? <laughs> um, they were, like... Uh, they were like coated in like white chocolate fudge. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, they're they're really good. Um, anyway, on board and we got that. wine, <laughs> and then like we got back to her apartment, and we were deciding what movie to watch, and um, and she was like, "Oh, have you seen Amelie? I think you'd really like it." And I was like, "No, I haven't seen Amelie, but I agree. I think I would really like it." <laughs> Sounds like a and good so, plan so yeah. far. So she like pulls out her DVD, uh, but then like we're looking at it and saw that so like it it was in Germany, so it only oh. had um like I think I think her DVD had like dubbing in German or Spanish or subtitles in German or Italian or something like sure. that. It was like no English options whatsoever. So sure. I was like, uh, well, I could watch this, but I'm have, gonna have no idea what's going on. My German, you know, is not not right. very good. My French is even worse. So um yeah. so we're like, all right, I guess we can't watch this. I'll have to watch it some other time. Um and we watched The Last Unicorn instead and it was fine. That's the most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Uh, good memories. Um, and so then like when I got home from Germany, I immediately bought the DVD because this was in like 2013 when I still bought DVDs. Sure. Um, and so I've had the DVD for nine years. I've never watched it. Oh, funny. <laughs> until Until just this past week. So. That's yeah. hilarious. It's so funny when we get things like that, you know, and we just have yeah. them and we've never seen. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Just thought um, that was a, a cute little story. Yeah. Because, you know, I um, you know, I'm, I'm a quirky girl like Amelie. <laughs> like Amelie. 
she is such a quirky girl though right like she's surprised she's not a teacher just a (laughs) she's the type of person they'd write as a teacher I was I honestly was I was surprised that they didn't try to write her as a teacher because that's so often as we talked about in new like she's a waitress yeah. I think there's, like, other jobs that quirky girls sometimes have. Like, she could work, like, at a, you know, like, at a plant nursery or, like... Sure. Right? Like, that's a quirky girl job. Um, I feel like this... <laughs> I feel like Amelie would work at, like, a sex shop if I were to rewrite that. Like, she's oh, a little okay. bit obsessed with, like... I mean, it's natural to be, but I feel like she pays a lot of attention to, like, human relationships and things like yeah, that. Yeah, she um, does. But then she also, like gets really embarrassed about yeah. it. Kind yeah. Of. So, I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> which is, it, which, like, you know, like, France kind of has this stereotype as being, like, very, like, sexually progressive. So, to, like... Right. That's interesting. I don't know. And I think, I think that was one of um, the interesting things about this movie is this just the character development and the character study I would say that the majority of this movie is a character study more so than like being plot heavy or plot like all of the plot happens because of Amelie or because of different characters and their quirks or their you know um, character traits so it feels like a character study about all these different little quirky people very yes very like kind of slice of life she also like amelie as the as a character also reminds me a little bit of emma like emma woodhouse yeah like in her um like especially when she starts like trying to like um like help people you know like improve their lives which essentially like she kind of be like becomes a matchmaker and like Um, I don't think that the movie really explores this or is maybe even aware of it as much as Emma as a text is aware of this, but like she kind of does more harm than good. Yeah. In in a few instances and doesn't even realize it and doesn't even address it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was. Like, that was kind of, like, a character that I had in mind when I was, like, as, like, a character comparison for Amelie. Totally. I think, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that, because I was also thinking a lot about how, like, many things in this are, like, there's almost not, like, a hero or a villain, right? There's just Mm. a bunch of people making kind of, like, neutral to interesting choices that aren't really like do you know I'm trying to say like they're not no one makes like I don't think that there are many like good choices in this movie I think they're just kind of like interesting avenues of cure of like human curiosity right um there's no like moral like lesson yeah which got me to yeah no one has moral high ground or anything which got me thinking, like, is that a, like, that's such an American thing. Is that, like, moral mm-hmm. high ground, yeah, um, good versus bad, but in, like, really kind of, I don't know, sometimes um, egotistical ways. And that wasn't really present in this film. So I was thinking yeah. about how 
American cinema can very much have that through line kind of baked into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Again, sick of America. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Vive la France. Um, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I think France is maybe not doing so good right now either, but, you know. We'll I just, don't think anywhere we'll is pretend. doing so great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... The, of course, like, we don't want to live in the real France. We want to live in the Amelie France, right? Yes. Like that's, that's where we want to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Oh, dang it. I had another thought while you were talking, and I forgot. I hate that. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, maybe it'll come back to me. I know I already mentioned this, and it's going to sound like I'm obsessing over it, but I thought that the approach to sex that this movie had was really healthy. Like, hmm. they were there were some jokes about sex. There were some, like, really quirky, weird jokes that didn't quite land, but they were still talking about it. You know, mm -hmm. like, it wasn't just, like, one human-sized body having sex with another, like, or one, like, um... What am I trying to say? One um, extremely thin human-sized body with another human, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, the American way that we, that sex always mm -hmm. has to look a certain way. So there's, like, body diversity. Body, yes. Thank yeah. you. Yes, there Especially was body Especially in that, like, in that, like, one scene where she's, like, counting how many people are having orgasms or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's all very, like, yeah. I still didn't think of it. <laughs> Dang it. I thought it was going to be a really good point, too. But anyway. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> as soon as I think of it. I think there's also, just to, like, I'm really going off here, this, but um, I also think that there's, an, like, an American obsession with, like, all sex scenes have to be the hottest thing you've ever seen in your life. You know? Like, yeah. Like, sex can be funny, or sex can, like, be awkward, or sex can be not fulfilling. And I think that was something we saw in this, too. Now I'm going to yeah. stop talking about sex. <laughs> sex, sex, sex. Um, sex, sex, sex. I hope there aren't any children listening to this. So. Oh, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I don't know that I'm ever going to think of that again. So, here... <laughs> um, who was your favorite character? Who was my favorite character? I'm so bad with names, especially if the whole thing, listening to it, the whole thing was in um, French for me and then reading it, it was different. I, I mean, I really liked Amelie, but I also, um, I really liked her dad. I, I liked how he was written about and just kind of how they how they wrote about the whole family, like dad, mom, and Amelie as having their specific things that they like about life and specific things that they do not like about life and then how they kind of um, mitigate having to deal with those things that they dislike in life I liked mm -hmm. I really liked that writing like the whole intro is just um, this is her dad he liked this he liked yeah. this he did yeah. not like this the whole like kind of like the quirky like stylistic choices yeah. i hate using the word quirky but i don't know of like a better word to describe it because like it is it's quirky um and it, <laughs> it kind of felt like the way that we 
replacing a story that has adult themes the way that we write about that we write for children in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, like it did feel like kind of like like Matilda, right? Yes. Or like I also thought it felt a lot like um like a Wes Anderson movie. Like in the oh, way that absolutely. it introduces characters and also just like the like how everything is very like stylized and like when you and, see, like when you see the character they're like uh they're like staring into the camera and they have like items surrounding them that are yes. like relevant to their character like that's very Wes Anderson. Absolutely and so many of the jokes are positional and are based on that image alone and like if you don't see the image you might miss out on an in joke. Um yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I also feel like it's also, like, well, I mean, like, Wes Anderson's style is very whimsical. But sure. I feel like Wes Anderson movies are usually a little bit more grounded, whereas Amelie feels, like, um, like closer to, like, a children's movie, you know? Like, it feels more, yeah. like, um, almost like a fairy tale Right, like it feels like a like a storybook, like a place out of time. Well, it's really interesting you say that because it did remind us of what we're doing next week. um, Tanari (laughs) no Totoro or My Neighbor Totoro. I was surprised with how because I watched them both on the same day, and I was surprised with how the two. (laughs) Yeah, and I was surprised with how the two worlds felt like a continuation of each other, almost. Oh, interesting. Um, In kind of a really unexpected way. Like, I wouldn't look at Tanari no Totoro and Amelie and think, oh, yeah, those are the same, but um, the way their worlds are created did feel, yeah, just like a similar thought. Um... Who was your favorite character in Amelie? Um, I really liked, uh, is it Georgette, the cigarette oh, yeah. counter lady? Uh, yeah. I loved her. Um, and uh, the, um, the, the guy whose box she found and she returned it to him. Like, I he, loved like, him. He's only in like that one scene, but it was like so like, I feel like that was like, the emotional core of the movie was like this um like this person that she you know she helps and it's like such a small gesture for her but it means so much to this person and like I felt like with the rest of the people that she quote unquote helps I didn't feel like there was that same kind of emotional weight to yeah. all of it and I kind of wish that um that that they had found that like the writer and you know had like found a better way to like continue with that with those emotional stakes because it didn't it didn't feel as meaningful for everybody else you know I definitely agree with that yeah that first one when we see him like he gets the phone call in the phone booth and then he sees the um the parcel from his childhood and then he has that moment of just like awe and amazement and kind of like nostalgia yeah i don't think and it was interesting too cuz that was one of the first ones that we saw her do so it's interesting yeah. to have like 
the most important one happened first and then the other ones were just kind of like yeah okay okay yeah well, like what if like what if like she finds the box at the beginning um but then like the whole movie is like she's like like she couldn't find him at first but then she decides yeah. to help people but then at the end she does find him and like it turns out that like his story was like somehow related to the other people that she helped and right. then he gets the box at the end and you get that big emotional payoff i feel like that yeah. if i could just rewrite this movie <laughs> go ahead that's 20 years old um <laughs> oh and gosh. you know one like a shit ton of awards sorry um yeah <laughs> i also this is so cliche, but again, I'm, I guess I'm used to watching some bad movies lately. I just assumed that when she finds the box in the wall, I was like, oh, that's going to lead her to her love interest. And that's going to be the whole thing. Like, that's what yeah, I assumed was, was going to happen. Too. Yeah. Like it was going to be like, like maybe like the, the guy had maybe passed away, but like his son was, yeah. you know, of, a, of a proper age too. <laughs> sure. To be her romantic interest and like, like, yeah, that would have also made, I think, more, more emotional sense if the right, like emotional sense seems like a contradiction in terms, but like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, yeah, that it would have connected more, um, and had like a stronger emotional arc if that, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love how we're just like experts on film yes and storytelling Uh and i i love how i'm also an expert on amelie and that i can only remember one person's name well because her name is the title of the movie like emma like emma like emma (laughs) um yeah what did you think of the romance plot I, you know me, I love a romance. I did yeah. not see these two humans together. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I kind of, I didn't think we needed it, if yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. I was kind of like. It felt a little tacked on, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> like it felt like a studio note. Um <laughs> absolutely like I wondered as I was watching it you know and not in a I do not mean this as a bad thing but just in any means of the word um but I wondered about Amelie and her um interest in a romantic partner I didn't get that from her that she needed one you know I I kind of didn't feel that from her if that makes sense I yeah well, they yeah. also, like, like, they don't actually, like, really meet until the end of the movie. And I feel yeah. like, like, we haven't seen them interact with each other. And I mean, I guess, like, you could chalk that up to, like, you, well, this is like a fairy tale, you know, where, like, the the prince and Cinderella don't actually meet until, you know, the very end or whatever. Okay. But, like, I do feel like that story would have had, like, the romance would have had more weight to it if they had 
like interacted even just one time before yeah Um, well and like you said like if that romance plot had been connected to the plot with the with the treasure box in some way like that would have you know it would have felt more integrated into the story I think because of what what you mentioned, how it feels kind of tacked on, it felt especially strange when everything in Amelie's world is so um, handpicked, right? Like, she has mm. decided how she's living her life. She has decided, like, the pieces of these puzzle. And she's very much, again, we, we open the movie learning exactly what she likes and exactly what she does not like. Um, and so to have the romance feel kind of hodgepodge or like thrown in there didn't seem like something she would do because she is so meticulous, right. you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, he was cute, though. We can give him <laughs> he that. He was cute. <laughs> yeah. We can give him that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Maybe we didn't actually like this movie. <laughs> no, I, I did like it. Like, I had fun watching it. And, like, it is very, like, like the the visuals are yeah. really fun and whimsical. Like, all of the colors are so vibrant. And, like, it is, like, like Audrey Tattoo is a very, you know, like, charismatic actress. She's lovely. So, like, yeah. she's, she was really fun to watch. And, like, most of the other actors were really fun to watch too um but yeah i feel like it maybe um like it's fun to watch on the surface but maybe like the substance is could have could have used some improvement (laughs) what i might propose yes i might propose marriage no just kidding i might (laughs) to me i accept (laughs) thank you Rhonda. excellent (laughs) We are married. Okay. We are Um, indeed. (laughs) That is how that works. I would propose cutting a half hour of it. I think it doesn't need to be two hours. Yeah. Yeah, I Just cut the whole romance plot. (laughs) Yeah. Just cut it out of there. Honestly, yeah. I I also think like the way that she's doing kind of um, helping others or intervening or um, whatever, however you, what context you want to put there. Um, I don't think that needs two hours. I think we need an hour 30 and then get out of there. I think it yeah. would have been, um, it kind of, I, I think it would have maintained the like quirky atmosphere a little bit better and kind of the simplicity of the writing could have matched pretty well with a shorter movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe like, hour 45 sure. give him another 15 minutes sure give him that 15 <laughs> minutes that's great yeah you know yes yeah. yeah i agree i think i think movies in general should try to be as short as possible because yeah then like you don't you know you don't have like extraneous material weighing down yeah. You know, it's the whole, like, kill your darlings thing, right? Absolutely. Like, I think more writers and directors need to kill their darlings. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what kill your darlings means, um, you can Google it. Uh, yeah. And you, you've never gone through um, 
the difficulty of writing to, class. Yeah, yeah. The difficulty <laughs> of having to to edit out something that you like the way you've written it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ultimately, for the greater good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's talk about the setting. So, yeah. have you been? Have you been to Paris? I feel like I was. I was supposed to go for my 30th birthday. Aww. My dad was going to surprise me. And then the pandy was still and in full And then the panini decided yeah. to grace us with its presence. Well, is he still yeah. going to take you when things open up again? We'll see. Hopefully. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as I mentioned, I have spent a grand total of six hours in <laughs> Petty. Um, nice. So... <laughs> So I really, you know, like I hit the highlights, like I just saw like the outside of Notre Dame, there was a huge line sure. to get in. So I was like, we'll do that next time. Um, I, so like outside of Notre Dame, uh, bought a crepe, uh, from nice. a street vendor. Yep. Uh, we walked down the Seine. Mm. Uh, we went to the top of the Eiffel Tower. We went to the Arc oh. de Triomphe. Uh, we walked past Shakespeare and Company. <laughs> Didn't go in. Um, <laughs> you did all of this. In I did all. Six I did all hours? the Paris stuff. I did all the Paris stuff, and we still had time to go to KFC and get a Le Crunchy <laughs> Barbecue sandwich. So, Ooh. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. So I can say, like, yes, I very much saw uh, a tourist view of Paris. Um, but even my tourist view was, like, more realistic than the Paris of Amelie, the movie. You know, it's interesting you say that, because I've been studying French for about a year now. Um, and it almost feels like a text you would use to, like, learn French. Yeah, of I that, can see that. Um, kind of removal from the reality of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I just want a crepe. Oh, it's so good. It's one mm. of the best things I've ever eaten. I'm sure. In my life. It was so good. Um, yeah. Part of that could just be because of, like, the memory and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, or all the things you did that day, you were probably just exhausted. Yeah. And I just wanted food. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um. What I was thinking about with, like, the movies, like, the way that the movie presents Paris is actually very similar to the way that, like, a lot of American rom-coms present New York City, right? Sure. Like, it's this kind of fantasy version of the city where there's, like, like, everything is clean all the time and there's, like fresh flowers everywhere and like there's no um there's no like social problems right um yeah and everyone is white <laughs> like Paris. that was <laughs> yeah Paris oh is one God. of the most diverse cities in the yeah. world yeah. and I think I think even in night because the movie takes place in 1997 I think even in 1997 it was a very diverse place Absolutely. And yet everyone, everyone in this movie is white. Um, yeah. That, yeah. That felt, yeah, it, it was just like, I think I was, I don't know, two or three minutes in and then I was like, huh, <laughs> this is 
oh, okay. And then it just kind of didn't ever get better from yeah. there. Yeah. And, you know, 2001, like, that was pretty par for the course for a movie made in 2001, which, like, yeah. that doesn't excuse it. No. But, you know, it is kind of, like, understandable that, like, this, that was the standard. I mean, one would hope that if this same movie was made now that it wouldn't be that way. Um, Absolutely. But, yeah. Just, you know. We just always sh- yeah. should always be aware. I mean, of we course. we mention we mention this like anytime we talk about you know things that are like all white, yeah. but like we do need to be aware of that. Like I think it's of really course. important. So. Yeah. Oh, Amelie. Amelie. It's oh, a cute Amelie. name. It is a cute name for a cute girl. A cute quirky for, girl. <laughs> for a cute quirky girl. Um. Mm-hmm. I, you know, even though I enjoyed this movie, I can see how some people would hate it. Yeah. You know, I can see how it some people would be. It is very, like, twee, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's very Tumblr girl, study abroad yeah. in France, like. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like, can totally see that. It's like what Emily in Paris would watch on her oh way my to gosh. Paris. <laughs> It is Emily in Paris. It's Amelie in Paris. Amelie in Paris. But yes, that totally makes sense. Emily in Paris's only knowledge of Paris comes from Amelie. And that explains why Emily in Paris is so ridiculous. (laughs) That That explains why the first episode of Emily in Paris, she walks into like this fully functioning company and demands that she knows more than anyone who ever has worked there ever. And why she just wears a beret everywhere. Cause she's like, Oh, I'm in Paris. Gotta wear I'm a beret. <laughs> and I'm going to steal everyone's boyfriends all day. Oh my anyway, God. That, that show is ridiculous. I will watch every single episode of Emily in Paris that is ever oh, made. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nicole and I had a good time. We watched every... That was our show for a while. You gotta hate watch it. Yeah. Are we ever gonna talk about Emily in Paris on Pop DNA? I think think it's more... It might be more that we need to issue an apology for Emily Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't planned out our next season yet. Like That's true. We could put Emily in Paris in there. Emily in Paris has only ever heard of France because of Amelie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, oh, good gravy. <laughs> have we sufficiently talked about Amelie? I, I mean, think never. We have. Never, yeah. but. <laughs> this is a real weird one. In, you yeah. know, in really interesting ways. And it did make me laugh, and I, I did kind of um, find it charming. Yeah. But I also, like, there were some things that could have been changed. I have some notes. <laughs> yeah, we have, have some, some notes. notes. Yeah, it would be interesting, like, to see what, like, a remake of this movie set in the now times yeah. would be like. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. I, think I don't my think first... that will ever happen. But... Right. <laughs> but I think it'd be really interesting. 
I think my first studio note would be to make her asexual and to like explore yes. that identity, you know? Definitely. Um, yeah. And also to see like like an ace like if they were going to keep the romance in there, yeah. to see like an asexual romance because that's something Absolutely. you never see. Um, Absolutely. I mean, you don't like we, you don't see asexual people, first of all, but like of course, <laughs> to see yeah, like, an asexual romance would be like, yeah, that'd be very interesting. Yeah, I feel like we haven't even reached the tip of the iceberg of representation. Like, it's yeah. just, we just keep applauding ourselves anyway. Right. <laughs> yes, we solved it. Yay. We did it. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Anyway, (laughs) yes. Um, Anyway, listeners, if you have thoughts about Amelie, please let us know. We'd like to hear them. Yeah. Um, Did you did you learn French because of Amelie? (laughs) Wee wee mes amis. Wee wee. Uh Wee wee mes amis. Je m'appelle Lafayette. Ma petite éléphant. Yes. There Baguette. are a lot of elephants in Paris, like elephant statues. Just like really? everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love an elephant. It's cute. It's cute. It's real yeah. cute. Um, okay. Well, we will be back in two weeks. Yeah. To talk about another non American film. Thank this goodness. Movie, <laughs> this movie I'm obsessed with. Tonari no Totoro or my neighbor yes. Totoro. Excited. Love a Ghibli film and yeah. I haven't seen this one. I had so, just the deepest emotional connection to it last Aww. night when I watched it um for the first time ever. So yeah, look, we're going to have fun. It's going to be fun. And then yes. it's actually deeply upsetting and sad. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> just tugs on the heartstrings. Um absolutely. Yes. So join us in two weeks for that. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram. We're going to do some kind of book club thing. Um, we are. We haven't started it yet, but we're going no. to. We'll fig- Trust your <laughs> we'll girls and Anne and Rhonda to figure it yeah, out. We'll, we'll, figure we'll figure it out. It out. Um, we love you all. We love you all. And take or care. I'm going to say, I'm going to say I like, like you all. I okay. Don't, I don't That's love. fair. That's fair. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for that caveat. All right. Yeah, I gotta be honest (laughs) in my life. Uh, What is it? What's it called? Like radical honesty or whatever it is. Yeah, like radical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so annoying. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, friends. Goodbye. Bye.